0: To another episode of For More Overachiever, a podcast by Lily. I hope you're well. Today we're sitting outside my window. It is a rainy day in New York um, over here, so giving you comfy vibes, grab a cup of tea, coffee, or just enjoy my voice for today. Um, on today's episode, we'll be talking about. Um, How there's a um, systemic uh, organization or system that fosters vulnerability and walking around with your heart open that no longer exists in um, the adult world and trying to do that for yourself and how I came to this realization that I've I've been a bit closed off. Um, For a while And what it means I guess even defining what A closed off person is I think that looks different for everyone As well as wearing My heart on my sleeve a little bit more um, Moving forward And my apprehensions But also My um, Decision to just You know Go with it Because tis life and it's for a living, so I hope you're ready, Um, and let's get started. So, uh, what made me realize that I had a systemic um, system that fostered um, vulnerability is, I think, my university. Um, I will say that I underwent a huge exponential growth development in my Four years of college the person that i entered and the person that i left uh were two people and that was partially i b- i believe partially because of the system that existed in the sense of um i went to a jesuit university jesuits are like under a reduction of like catholics and um they are catholics i don't know why it was like they separated from the church or something and our school promoted this um, ethos of reflection and um, after this process of reflecting, just deci- deciding and moving forward. And so there were a lot of checkup points. And this was not limited to retreats. There were so many retreats from like a freshman From freshman year to senior year, you were going on a retreat at least once in your year if you were a participating body of the students Or if not, you were forced to do it in class for a grade. So you couldn't um, really get away with it. I also think when I think of systemic, it's also they created opportunities that, I don't want to say forced you, but engaged in that. Um, In the sense of, for example, in class, you had to take some form of philosophy, theology, Um, class and within that coursework it engages you forces you to question your religion to reflect upon your beliefs what you want to be all these things and then outside of it I um, for example I was a um, I was a leader in a club and even and even before I was leader even being a member of the club you're working with people, they raise an emotion towards you, you then engage in like dialogue and having to have these adult conversations, like when someone's dropping the ball, like that raises an emotion (laughs) that like nothing else can, nothing else can compare, no other things can compare, but, and you have to like, ask yourself how do i want to approach this how does it go how do i deal with it if it goes really bad how do i deal with it if it goes well how do we move forward from that in within our relationship these are things that are like pushing you constantly and and so then you're forced in all these forms of your development, like from a leadership perspective or from even like A member of a team you're forced to develop yourself in terms of the type of leader you want to be or what is your leadership style or just forced to be a leader and deal with the complexities that come with it and then uh, in a theological philosophical point of view you're forced to question the way that you look at life the way that you want to move through life and who you are like where do your thoughts come from like all of this stuff and so even from a uh, from your classes and your coursework if you're not if you're not getting the grades you want to get or just struggling you have to do the three-step process of like what's up What are uh, possible reasons for this let me test maybe I sh- should switch up some stuff and see the outcome because we had at the end of the semester you had at least one test, then your midterm, then you had the test before your final, so there were like four chances to experiment and figure your shit out, Um, and so when we translate into the workplace, like, I don't, I don't see those challenges anymore, there's no, that that sense of openness uh, is no longer there, because or a uh, systemic portion like yes my job is like oh you need to be a leader but being a leader right now is like i am a leader in like the one thing i'm in charge of and also the people that i work with um unless like something big happens there's always someone guiding you in those relationship dynamics you know what i mean like yes i have a meeting yes i'll be the person leading it but my manager is there to engage and almost i don't want to say mediate but like there's always a middleman into that the form of leadership i'm not out here brainstorming throwing shit down i am not engaging in difficult conversation with someone about their performance no leadership for me right now is literally like oh i'm in charge of this i'm going to take initiative i'm going to think about ways to take it upon and that's a necessary skill of development and management don't get me wrong, but it's quite different in terms of leadership style when you have to have difficult conversations, when you literally have to be like, hey, how can I support you for us to suffice this common goal? Or hey, what's going on? Or it's it's a different, it's almost like looking from the top of the mountain and managing that and like from a bottom up. And so, right now, I'm engaging in the bottom-up situation. And when I've, I don't want to say, like, when I have dealt, when you've come out of college and you've been at the top, quote-unquote, quote, um, top, and then you go, I don't want to say down, but down, and that management style, it's a degree of, like, I've, I know here I'm just mastering how to, how your organizational leadership style looks like. That's literally what it is. This is me assimilating into your world. That's what it is. And so in the process of assimilation, it's not, it's easy. I'm literally just importing myself there and like, okay, I replicate what I see. And okay, what are points that I do that I could improve that best align with? However, it's like you're marching and you just want to get, to the same beat or the same rhythm as the people marching so you can all be in unison in comparison to the person who's set, setting up the beat and that's more challenging or choosing the direction you're going to walk and all of that and that's why we have ceos and i'm just i'm just a girl um, but when i'm in this degree of simulation it doesn't all it raises in is uncomfortableness or a degree of like wouldn't do this this way that's at best But it does not put me in a vulnerable space to engage in places I've never been. That is the reality. And yes, you could argue, I could get involved, I could pick up, and it's true. But I like my weekends. (laughs) No, I probably should get more involved. But when you think about if I was just a standard person, not trying to overachieve, just an in-and-out type of girl, there's no challenge there. And also your social circle, I feel like, because if you think about it prior to this and is my social circle encompassing my friends but also in class I had people that yes I had this entire class probably will never talk to you ever again but I managed a relationship with them Um, I had clubs that I was involved in I had work Um, I had friends of friends Um, I had strangers around me all this other stuff and then now you look at your social circle and it's like my roommate her friends, my friends, my parents, my close friends that are far away from me, and my family that's not in the U.S. That is my circle. And then, yes, I have the bajillion strangers of New York, but how often do I interact outside in, like, the stores or getting, you know what I mean? Like, no one really isn't going to come up to me that often. And so within this, these relationships are also relationships that, like, I am fairly comfortable in, and so you see, you're just, like, being closed off slowly happens, and it's making me realize, I think, one of my co-workers was like, oh, um, do you have friends? It can be very lonely to make friends in New York, and I don't think it's New York itself. I think it's the fact that you get to this stage of your life and the systemic organization that fostered these dynamics of friendship and openness and people just being there is n- not there. Like most people are like, yeah, like you're not gonna try and be best friends with the random people outside, um, but it's more friends of friends or all these other things. Are you actively like seeking them out? Um, but in comparison college you had shared mutual dynamics like if you went to my same school okay there were things i could check off and at some point down the line we have some commonalities that we share um and they are a higher percentage than a rando so that brings you open to more people you're like oh we're probably going to be similar in so many in a, any possible way at least once so like you're open to like if someone says hi the number of people i've made as friends did we ever grab coffee but every time we saw each other in the rat we would catch up we were rat friends rat is (laughs) that sounds like there's a rat there no it was like a cafe that we had and we just like smile and like there's so many things that happen like that, that here the closest that I have is the bakery next door. She's literally like, you really like these croissants? Or like whenever I walk in, she's like, I got you. She knows my order. That That's, that's the most I'm getting over here. Um, and so from that, I'm realizing how being closed off really does happen so gradually. And when I say closed off, I think it's this... it's like, yes, I can say here and be like, yes, I'm open to making more friends, but I don't, it's not like I'm very open, I'm like, this is what I'm struggling with, or this is how, because I felt before it was almost like, if someone, it depends on person, but like, if like, so, it's like, what's up, I would genuinely be this is what's going on, rather than, it's all good, you know, the very like, polite, super on the surface conversations um that's where that would be and i am i'm realizing how i'm slowly becoming that because and how um my fear became in the sense of um yes i have close friends here mm-hmm. and i'm building up relationships with them but if you're already closed off in the in like um One aspect, if you're, like, already closed off, even with the relationships that you want to foster, you have that. And for me, closed off means, like, not withholding information, but not truly sharing my full self. You know what I mean? And, like, we're all different people, but I've realized that, like, I don't share, like, my weird... Oh, my God, I sound like a weirdo. My weird self. that much or also even this like um in the background with all of my friends I've been um questioning the degree of vulnerability that I have on this platform and how scary it truly hit me like when I started this I was like oh I'm gonna give advice but now I think it's clearly, I'm sharing my story and how I'm working walking through it and I don't know how people can take that. This I'm sharing my life, and I ask the question: What is the value that I'm bringing to you as a listener? And then I also ask myself: There's someone in the world, like around. I have like I've had three hundred. Right now we have like three hundred listener listens in total, but like on average I have like ten people consistently listen to um each episode and so there are 10 people a mix of my friends a mix of strangers who really know a lot about me and it's a scare it really scared me literally thinking that's like someone is walking around knowing a lot of Lily's opinions and things and also my day-to-day life and um I was thinking of like oh, should I begin to make it more impersonable and, you know, create a sense of distance and no longer be so attached to me? But, for example, this episode, I thought about it last night in bed. I was like, hey, I um, I realized, like, these couple of weeks that, like, I, I've been closing myself off and not in the big things, but in the little things of, like, not being my weird ass self often but also I've had experiences that people are like this is who you are we take it as it comes and so I'm doing that as well to this podcast is like this is who I am it is my platform my friend said experiment do what you want and that's what I'm going to do and Yes, I'm going to have to live with the reality of some, some amazing listeners out there know a lot about me, but that just means that we're kindred spirits. And if we met, we would match up well, even though you would have more information about me than I do you. Um, And that's okay. And I am glad that I have a space that I'm creating the space actively in my life to be vulnerable Because it's no longer something that is systemically um, imparted upon me. And so with that, I leave you with a question of the week, which is, are you closed off? And no, what does even, maybe we should even reverse back. What is being closed off for you? What is your definition of that? Do you experience that? When do you experience it? how does it like make you feel is that an emotion that you're okay with right now in your life i think it's very much a right to sometimes be guarded but if you even in a snippet want to just be open ask yourself what is holding you out from doing that and yeah with that i will see you in the next one and As always, you can always DM me your answers. I would love to engage in a discussion with you. I hope you stay well and I will see you in the next one.